0: Listening to Grace and People, a podcast about the people of Grace and Peace, Austin. I'm Nate Oininen, and today we're going to be listening to an interview between Sarah Falk and Lance Lahan. Sarah Falk is originally from Louisville, Kentucky, and she moved to Austin in 1988 to do college at UT. Weeks after her graduation, she met her husband Joey on a blind date. And now they have four children and have been at Grace and Peace since its start. Lance Lahan grew up here in Austin, and he now lives in Cedar Park. He is also an original member of Grace and Peace. Let's listen in as Sarah interviews Lance.
1: Hello, I'm Sarah Falk. It's Tuesday, February 23rd, 2021, Mm -hmm. and I'm here with Lance Lahan. Lance, how are you today?
2: I'm doing very well. Thank you Thank you for asking.
1: <laughs> I'd like to start out just by um, telling you guys how I got to know Lance. I think we've been together doing life alongside each other for more than 15 years now. Uh, we started out alongside each other at All Saints years and years ago, and I was surrounded by all my little chicks and ducklings that are now grown and have flown the roost and a few years ago um at grace and peace lance and i were both approached separately to serve uh in a particular way and as uh we didn't really know each other that well then other than um, having done life like sort of parallel to each other and yet um We do this all the time, don't we? We're in community, we see each other, we notice who they seem to be closer with and we wonder what their story is. And so I hope um, today that as I ask Lance some questions that y'all get to know this guy, this friend who has really just become um, a brother in Christ to me and um, a good trusted friend that I know I could call on and I have called on. Um, to share struggles with, to talk through um, things that are going on in life, and really just to abide in the gospel, whether that's through hospitality or cooking or great restaurants in Austin, whatever that is. But I would encourage y'all to think about when God calls you to serve in some capacity, what other things might come from it. I was thinking about that role in terms of what it would require of me, and um, what it would be about and had no idea the relationships that would form um, in doing that work and in serving our church body that way. And that's how this friendship has come about. So we're going to spend a few minutes. I'm going to ask Lance a few questions just to introduce him to y'all so that you can get to know a little bit about him. So let's just oh, start out. Uh, Lance, tell them just a little bit about your faith journey and how you got to where you are today.
2: Well, uh, I, I, I was very, very fortunate, very blessed that I grew up in the faith. Uh, uh, I, my parents are, were and, very, and are very strong believers, and we, we were faithful in going to church, and they, they have both... Modeled for my brother and myself what it means to 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 walk in faith and to, mm-hmm. and to the Lord and to serve and I probably could not ask for better better role models. Excuse me, <clears throat> uh, than them. And so growing up, we did we grew up in in the faith and we traveled. We were at part of a, a probably four or five different churches during uh, childhood and adolescence because my dad was a part-time music minister and he would get called from one church to another. And this was in the uh, uh, Southern Baptist denomination. And then finally, we we ended up at the church. I was where we did our our teen years and then, of course, graduated, went into, uh, began college. And that time for me, as it is for many people, was kind of a time of drifting away We're mm. abandoned the faith at that point, but it didn't really, It what didn't mean as much to me as when I was, when I was growing up and part of that was being in the, in the college environment and then just being a very, you know, being a typically selfish person. <laughs> and about the time I was in my mid twenties, I began attending a, a Bible study and it was, it was during that time that, uh, the Lord really awoke in me uh, a, a passion to love and and serve Him. I wouldn't mm. sometimes I would say that was when I really became a believer, but I think I was a believer uh, before then, but that was a very you know, kind of emotional turning point in my life. And then I was part of a, one uh, Baptist Church for quite quite a long time and uh, became disenchanted with some things that were that were going on in there and at that then i moved i had a mutual friend who was going to redeemer pres and went attended there once was completely taken aback because it was so very different from what i was what i was (laughs) to and not all the not all that surprise was 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 bad it, the just the the format and the liturgy was much different than anything i had experienced before but one thing that rang so true was that grace was preached from the pulpit and i had never experienced anything quite like that before and it was it just fed my it fed my soul and uh i guess in a way kind of re-energized my faith and it's like I couldn't help but go back, so I had to go back and visit, visit again, and uh, just Paul Hahn was the the pastor there at Redeemer at the time, uh, great guy, and met some met some friends at Redeemer, some of the people I still still know till today today, and uh, and then at one point uh, there was talk of planning All Saints, and I knew. Bill Boyd And I thought, I think I'm, I want to be, I want to be part of this. And that's not really all that unusual because we have church planting in our blood. My parents planted it, uh, planted a church or two. can't remember how many they planted. And then my brother is a pastor and he's planted uh, a couple of churches. And so this was really not all that unusual. <laughs> and so there, uh, we started All Saints in, in two thousand three, and that was absolutely fantastic. Met a lot of people, including you and Joe, and, and a whole bunch of other uh, really wonderful, wonderful people, and uh, just grew and in, in love and service. And that was really the the church, the first church I was part of, where I thought, okay, I'm 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 an adult now. I can just plant roots and, and just go really deep and just be part of this, um, be part of this community for for the rest of my life. And then one Sunday, Tim was, was preaching and he uh, said in his sermon, we, well, we are looking to plant a church in North Austin and we're going to be looking for people to go ahead and uh, begin that church. And this is one of the few times I have heard God speak directly to me. He said, you're going to be part of that. And my first, my first response was, no, I don't <laughs> want are going to build a church building. I'm going to be, you know, an actual church building after I've been in a gym, gym sanctuary for, you know, who knows how many years. And then I thought, no, no, that's, that's not the right, that's not the right attitude to have. And then finally got, got to meet, uh, Jay, who became our pastor at grace and peace. And, uh, we begin grace and peace. And so, uh, here we are, here we are today. And so my Christian growth has, has never, it's not been as is for probably many people has, has not been, you know, a straight up, you know, rocket shot. It's, it's has its hills and valleys and, um, gone through through some really, some painful things in my life. Mm-hmm. And One of the things that probably was the most monumental to me was, uh dealing with the issues of being a Christian and having same sex attraction. And then mm-hmm. that led to a whole lot of having to grow and mature and realize, okay, what is what does God say? What does God declare? And who how am I going to live in that? Mm-hmm. And that led me to putting together the curriculum uh, from Jay's prompting to create that class I taught at mm-hmm. uh, a, a few uh, several years ago now mm-hmm. um, so anyway that's it's kind of a strange been a strange ride but that's where I am today
1: here you are with all of us here I in am in crazy town well I what I one of the things I really love about the way you tell your story is your willingness to be authentic and um, transparent and like right now with a whole group of people you don't know who's watching right and um, Thank you. And I think a big part of what makes us friends is that we're both drawn to community and hospitality. And mm-hmm. even what we were talking about earlier today, um, when we were reconnecting for this conversation, how much we're missing gathering at the table physically with our church body. Yeah. So will you just talk about that so they can know that side of you about just the way community and hospitality not only is forming you um, and feeding you and nourishing you in so many ways, but also just how you are with that. Let them have a glimpse of Lance and Okay. Well
2: <laughs> I so I know one thing that we were probably gonna talk about is things that uh, we're passionate about. And hospitality is one of my major Passions in life. Um, I I have really been into that ever, ever since I can ever since I can remember. Even when I had my my first apartment and just having people over just came very very naturally, and I think part of that has to do with the way that we were raised. We were a very hospitable family, and uh, so it came it came very 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 easily. Uh, that can be very easy. And it's something that I, I just absolutely uh, just thrive on is is having people over cooking for people, uh, making people feel at home. And, you know, I guess in our Presbyterian speak at, at Creating spaces for people to to be and to and to have conver- have conversations, important conversations. That's just some, something I'm passionate about, which of course really stinks because during the pandemic, I haven't been able haven't <laughs> been able to uh, to do that, and that also has translated over as far as our church, our parish group. Uh, we have I have a wonderful par- parish group. I'm part of the Northwest. Uh, Parish group and uh, we would meet uh, regularly. We would share a meal, talk, and get to pray with one another and and really get into one another's lives and know what's going on. Everyone mm-hmm. going on with other folks there, and we knew how to we knew how to pray for them. And we still continue to meet virtually uh, during during the pandemic. So that's been good. But the physical connection of just being being together with people is 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 just it's just so hard it's just not being able to go up and and, and embrace you know my brothers and and, and sisters in the faith and I uh, I was telling I was telling you earlier what one of the things that I that I truly miss I'm probably gonna get a little uh teary-eyed right here one of the things I didn't know how much I was gonna miss was just where I would sit on Sunday
1: mm-hmm.
2: sit next to the Walpole family and mm-hmm absolutely enjoyed that moment every every Sunday, you know, and I would sometimes get to talk to the kids and we would, you know, we, we knew each other already, but just that proximity just has always bettered that, and increased that relationship Mm -hmm. and not having, not having that has just been extremely, it's just been, it's been hard. I'm glad that we are, we're having virtual, virtual church and that we are having some in-person meetings, um, uh, outside mm-hmm. socially distance, et cetera. Uh, but not being able to come together all, to, all at the same time at, at the table, like we used to do, and to be served communion as we used to, or when I was, I was, I would serve communion as as a deacon, and there's just something very something very rich and and physical about it because our, our faith is not just a spiritual faith; it's it's physical, and so we're we're you know soul body entities. You know we're not just one or or the other. So I have I have really missed that that kind of of deep hospitality and community, and very much looking forward to when. The pandemic will be over and we will get together again, you know, and I, I think our church is doing a great job with what we with what we've got, you know, my accolades to uh, John and the staff for what we're doing. But I, I think we're all we're, we're all missing. We're just we're feeling the tug of of that dilemma. Yeah,
1: we're a little COVID weary for our people, yes. aren't we yes. we're living in the desert?
2: <laughs> we are. Yes, that's a great. I like that.
1: I'm gonna go off script a little bit, which Lance is like, I was afraid you were gonna do. That.
2: <laughs> I don't know.
1: I don't want them to get the impression that you're all serious and having all these highbrow theological discussions around your dinner table, which of course we do and have, <laughs> and we can just do that on the phone, you and I. But yes. like I think you need to share with them like an example of one of your themed dinner parties or uh, parties that you have been want to participate in and just give them a little glimpse into the the Lance, a little more about Lance and what he loves. Sure. <laughs> so
2: I'll, I'll tell quickly about two. One, I, I like to have an annual Indian dinner. Mm-hmm. So I make, I make Indian food and I cook for about a week. <laughs> uh, Making an interview takes a long time, a long time to do, especially for one person. And I'll usually have about twenty or twenty five people over into my house. and so there's there's the plates everywhere, people jostling in line. So uh, I that's one thing I truly I truly enjoy. Uh, the the other one, the the fun one as I had, a, this is not it was about a, probably about six months before the pandemic, I had a tacky party mm-hmm. and everybody had to come, come up dressed really tacky. And so, uh, we, I, I, we have, we had dinner and then we all voted on who had the worst. <laughs> and then I had these really chintzy prizes to, to go along with that. And we took pictures and it was, uh, it was a gas. It was fun. Uh, people said the sixties, it was a real gas. So it was, uh, that was, uh, yeah, I do, I do like a really good, I mean, I definitely have a very serious side and mm-hmm. take certain, a lot of things very seriously, but mm-hmm. that's not it all the time. I love, uh, a, a love to laugh and love silliness and, you know, Monty Python and, uh, uh just having a, you know, having a good time with friends and, things like that.
1: So, well, I think that's just one of the ways that um, you make space for us all to um, feel comfortable. Like there's not to, like I would never be one that's want to necessarily play. and Mm -hmm. But when I'm around you or get an invitation to your house, I wouldn't be intimidated to have to dress up because you do such a good job of making people feel comfortable. And even if I didn't know everybody else who was gonna be there. And that's Mm -hmm. just such a credit to the way in which you so organically exhibit Christ to people and why people I think are drawn to you and feel comfortable um, with you. So it's fun for me that there's gonna be people out in our church now, when we do gather back in the building, Mm -hmm. who are gonna know these little secret stories about you. And have a little more oh, context and be right. uh, braver to approach you. Um, I guess really this has kind of given people a glimpse into Lance Hun just a little bit and uh, what he's about. And so I hope that if you get invited to do one of these interviews with your friends or to tell about yourself, that you'll take a cue from him and just be yourself and let people see who you are. Because we are at Grace and Peace the Body of Christ that God has assembled here and knowing one another really allows us to be encouraged in our walk. Absolutely. So, such a blessing to know you, friend. I really Thank you. Likewise, that. Sarah. Your you so You're a real joy. Much
0: a joy to me. I appreciate you so much.
1: Oh, this is fun. All right. Well, thanks everyone for joining us.
0: That was Lance Lahan being interviewed by Sarah Falk. Thanks again for listening to today's podcast. Hope you enjoyed it and um, hope you're interested in somehow being a part of this podcast. We would love to have you be featured as an interviewer or an interviewee, or maybe just want to have a discussion with someone you know and enjoy talking to here at Grace and Peace. If you're interested, shoot us an email at Podcast at gmail.com. Today's podcast was produced by Joey Perez and myself. Thanks again for listening. We hope to see you next time. Take care.